Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Actors Guide. Well today I have a Broadway actress on the line and she is going to answer a lot of your questions. We get a lot of questions uh, emailed in uh, by our theater actor listeners and I have particularly chosen some questions that you've asked just so that we can pick the brain of somebody who made it to Broadway. Her name is Jennifer Namo and I've got her on the line. Hey Jennifer, how you doing? Hi, Anne. Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you here as well. I, I you know, I have to ask you. I just told the audience that you were on Broadway. I think uh, it was you were on, in Les Mis. You were in Jersey Boys, Greece. Do I have that right? Yes, and uh -huh. then the only other one, uh, the national tour of the Full Monty. Oh my gosh! Oh, cover your eyes for that one. Cover well, I, I tell you what, I love that show, and oh my <laughs> goodness, what a what a fantastic lineup that that uh, you know that you have. I mean, my goodness, there's so many Broadway shows. You got four of my favorites that that are on your uh, resume. Uh, so, thank but, you. You know, and we're going to talk about uh, you, you know those shows, but I I wanted to you know just for, for our listeners and for my sake, uh, we want to know how you got your start in theater. I'm sure that your start might be similar to some of, of our listeners' uh, starts. Uh, you know, we want to know how, how much we have in common with you and so that we can know how to dream. Uh, sure. wh what's your story? Okay, so I grew <laughs> up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in uh -huh. the Midwest. No one in my family was well, my, my mother and my sisters are all artists. Uh -huh. So I grew up my mom said I sang the minute I was born just because <laughs> I wanted food. So when I, whenever food was given to me, I'd hum along. Oh. And then I, I sang very early on. And as I grew up, I started mimicking like Barbara Streisand, oh. like singing along with her things. And the Partridge family, for those of you who, <laughs> who remember that. Oh, I and, do. <laughs> oh, yeah. And oh. I, I seriously, I, I was, I knew every word to every song sure. they sang and I believed that they were outside of my door and it was uh, David wow. Cassidy slash Keith <laughs> Partridge saying we want her to be our main singer oh. so I had dreams of just singing I took singing lessons here and there growing up and my first ever play was in the fifth grade and it was Sleeping Beauty oh. and of course every girl wants to be Sleeping Beauty sure. you know sure. Prince Charming and I got the wick <laughs> I got the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, no. And, and hence goes uh, a pattern in my career. Oh. So I was I was crushed. Oh. But my mom, you know, cheered me up and said, no, we're going to make the most of this. And mm. so I still remember the lines. I just played into that character. Mm. Ah, be mad, everybody, if I have been watching your gay oh. celebration. And I just, <laughs> I got into that, and it was so much fun. That was fifth grade. Yeah. I went to... Um, parochial school from first through 12th grade. Mm -hmm. So that's about all they had for first through eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And then in high school, 
they would do a uh, straight play, mm-hmm. non-musical, in the fall, and then a musical in the spring. Mm. And so I just auditioned for those. I was also running track and cross-country wow. year-round. So I must say that I'm going to go on a tangent. Just running year-round, the discipline. Yes. We had a quadriplegic uh, coach. Wow. and. He was amazing. We ran with the boys and he always taught us something called the gut bust. So at the end of, say, we ran five to 10 miles and we were just, that's it, we're dead. No. (laughs) He would say, he would blow a whistle. We'd be at the bottom of the hill and he'd say, blow the whistle and he'd say, gut bust. And with everything in you, you had to charge up that hill. Wow. And that kind of discipline always shows me, even to this day, that there's more reserve and there's more in you than you think that's like you know, boot re- camp he's like a yes. boot camp master sergeant or something oh yeah he was tough he oh, was tough wow. but anyway then in high school i did musicals mm-hmm. and uh, straight plays and um my senior year of high school i did a show outside of school in the summer it was um the musical version of shakespeare's two gentlemen of verona mm. and i played julia Mm-hmm. And the director was a really good director for uh, our hometown. And he said to me, you know, you really shouldn't stay around Grand Rapids. You should really audition for schools, you know, outside mm-hmm. of here. I said, really? Like where? He <laughs> said, in New York. Well, what kind of schools? And I was so naive. I didn't know. And he said, New York University. Oh. So I took him on his word and I auditioned for both the undergraduate and the graduate program. And somehow I got in both, but I, I didn't even know what the difference was. And the graduate program, most of the kids in the class were grad students and they were getting their uh, master of fine arts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where I got my BFA and it was a three year conservatory program. So it's like eight to 6 PM at school. And then afterwards you were just doing plays, rehearsing. Yeah. Doing shows. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I ended up in New York city, this little you know, girl from an Italian, loud Italian family, wow. the shyest one of the group. Oh, my God. You're the shyest? Oh, my, oh my goodness. Your family yes. must be a hoot at the holidays. <laughs> well, well, you said that you said you somehow got into the undergraduate yeah. and graduate studies. I I laugh because you know that it's just your immense talent. And uh, they, uh, I mean, uh, obviously, you graduated and, yes. and went, went and started your career. That's right. What what happened? How did that get? How did you go from a student doing your thing, majoring, yeah. and then you said, "Okay, I got to do it now." What what happened there? Well, you know, at um, at New York University and Juilliard and mm-hmm. a few of the other schools, they have this they have this uh, program at the end of the year where each student, each class mm-hmm. does like a production, and there's talent agents oh. and casting directors out there. And I just want people to know that. That day when I did, it was the first time NYU let somebody, I sang a song Mm -hmm. and then I also did a monologue. Mm -hmm. But I I just want you to know that nothing, this this other girl in my class, every agent and casting director wanted her. You know, so you go up to the boards and you see where your name is with each casting. I didn't see my name anywhere. (gasps) No. I was, and everyone said, oh, they're going to love you, right? I was crushed. And I remember... The our acting teacher who now runs Yale's uh, acting department, mm-hmm. Ron Van Lu, mm-hmm. he took my hand and we walked up and down the wall, the halls of uh, Juilliard. And he was kind of giggling, which I found ironic because I was weeping. <laughs> and course. he said, 
you are going to be okay. You are going to work. It's not about yeah. what happens right now. Yeah. It's the longevity of your career, and you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And, so, you were, and you were. And you were. Yeah. Oh, so, I love that. And and did did you uh, you know grant it? And this is a lesson for the listeners. And you know we yes. we will have our rejection moments, those periods in our life where we didn't get yes. what we really wanted. I've had other people on the show who've said just laugh it off, or when you do it, you just walk away and you know you say you did your best and screw them if they don't like me. But but <laughs> yes. you, you know, but it does affect you. You're a human, and yes. uh, but you manage obviously to pick up. So so what was your break? What uh, you know, when did it actually happen for you then? Well, you know what happened while I was still in school the last year and then the year after I graduated, we had a singing teacher, uh, Debbie Lapidus is her name from mm-hmm. she teaches voice at NYU and Juilliard. And she hired I got hired to go to be a cabaret performer oh. at this place called Williamstown Theater Festival. Mm-hmm. And it's in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. And so there were four of us. We'd sing our show at, in, at, in the day. And then at night, all the celebrities like Christopher Reeve, mm. um, Sigourney Weaver, yeah. Blythe Danner, all these people would do their main stage show and come and we'd do duets with them. In oh. fact, I, I developed a crush on Richard uh, Richard Thomas. Oh, John Boy. he's fantastic. <laughs> he's still fantastic. He is. And oh. we sang Baby, It's Cold Outside. Oh. And I, I had such a crush on him that they changed the end of it to I, my staying there. But um, <laughs> that that yeah. was like really, it was like making connections. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was making all these connections. But the first thing I did actually was uh, the national tour of Big River. It's oh. the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Sure. And it was short, short-lived because... They, the producers uh, put it in places that were huge barns, like sat thousands mm-hmm. of people. And this is more of an intimate show. Yeah. And I played um, Joe Harper in the first half, mm-hmm. like a boy, yeah. and Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn's gang. Mm-hmm. And then in the second act, I played the Harelip sister. So you yeah. see, <laughs> wow. I keep you know playing all the glamorous roles. Yeah. And uh, it didn't last long. However, the director was is Des Mackinoff. Mm-hmm. So... Years, if you skip years later, you'll see when you have that good relationship. Right. Some it's it's about your work ethic. Your work ethic. Your right. mm-hmm. Yeah. So years later, we can come back to that. I worked with him on Jersey Boys, but oh. when I was doing Big River, this show Les Miserables was coming out in in London, and so I would listen to that cast album. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm sure it was an album constantly, and yeah. I finally got an audition for it, and I dressed like. I thought I was going in again for Cosette. I thought uh-huh. that I was auditioning yeah. for Cosette. And it was Eponine. Was it Eponine? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And, oh, my and goodness. it was a really cool audition because I had a few callbacks. And at the final callback, it was the British writers mm-hmm. that wrote, you know, they, they oh, handed it with yes. the director. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they said to me after I was done, they said, okay, we, we got to hear what you did. Now we'd like you to sing one of ours and they opened up the book to on my own oh don't and kill me you're killing me d- oh my oh, gosh i'll, I'll never forget heart. it because i don't read music here's something awesome oh, really? i have never learned it's a whole big story about oh. how but i need to do that now that's one of my plans and so i learned everything by ear over oh and over goodness. again yes and so when i sang that song for them they said okay either you're a really good sight reader <laughs> 
which I'm not, or you knew this song. <laughs> oh, you and, knew the song. We all knew the song. <laughs> but guess what? I it went so well. But guess what? I didn't get the the first Broadway. They brought mm-hmm. um, Francis Ruffel, mm-hmm. the original Eponine, right. to uh, New York, and so I got the first national tour, the very first national oh. tour. But again, not Eponine. I was in the show every night as a boy in the barricade. Okay. But I was the understudy. For Eponine? For Eponine? Yes. When I first started. Mm -hmm. And then a whole year went by. And usually, sometimes in theater, they don't always let the understudy take over the part because you're valuable. But but I got to, they bumped me up on the road and I got to play Eponine. I got Mm. to be Eponine. And then I also... The girl playing Eponine while I was on the road uh, on, in New York got sick for a little mm, while. Mm. And so they brought me in. And wow. it just happened to be when Variety magazine <gasps> reviewed. No. I, oh, yeah, you so lucky, lucky lady. Well, you I blessed know, lady. Was a blessing in disguise. So <laughs> yeah. that's my story for that. That but, is the greatest story I've ever heard. I mean, because <laughs> because you you know what story you just told? You told the story of those of us who had the same dream of being yes. Eponine, and even if it had to be through the back door of understudying and getting there, and then being reviewed by Variety. Oh my goodness, that's what you dream. You don't no, exactly, and, I, and no pun intended. I dream to dream of days <laughs> gone by but uh but that is Very so good. oh that's so fantastic jennifer yeah. well then i want to skip forward i guess because okay. then from from les mis i take it then did jersey boys come from that no well jersey boys was the last one i did i think i did greece oh, i did okay. the greece uh-huh. on the i down the road and on um broadway okay part of frenchy wow with the revolving oh, doors of awesome. yeah and we had the revolving doors of Rizzo, so I got oh. to do it with Debbie Gibson and oh. um, Mackenzie Phillips. But Debbie was the one I, Sheena Easton, yeah. Debbie was the one I got to know the best. Oh. So that that was fun. That was fun, but it's I a whole different so. thing. Yeah. Frenchie's like, like Eponine's. Oh, my God. Uh, two different uh, people. Yeah. Yes. And Frenchie's like, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> like that kind of timing thing. And Whereas, do Eponine, do Eponine. And Eponine was just singing on my I own, know. pretending. Yeah. Beside me. Oh, yeah, God. We've got to sing sometime together. Oh, my gosh. You're wonderful. killing me. This is my favorite interview. Uh, well, oh. here, here <laughs> I say that to everybody. But no, <laughs> that that is so fantastic that, oh, my gosh. So you did Grease, which, by the way, guys who are listening, uh, ladies, uh, you know, when, when, you, when you show that type of versatility, being able to go from an Eponine right into a Frenchie, I'm telling you what you are golden so uh, that is your that is your goal i think Uh, that is our goal is to have that diversity to be able to to play many different characters that's what acting is guys uh this is what a great thing so then when did jersey boys happen i've I've been teasing this up yeah so jersey boys this is how i got jersey boys um Jersey Boys was in uh, 2005, I think, when mm-hmm. when it started. It started at La Jolla Playhouse in oh, I love in that. California. Mm-hmm. And and how I got this job was, so I moved from New York City to L.A. because my agents were on both coasts. 
And I was trying out TV and that. But anyway, for a day job, because mm-hmm. you always have to have a supporting <laughs> job. Yeah. I said I'd never be a waitress. There's a place. <laughs> yeah, there's a place here. And, and actually, yeah. Um, well, it's called Michelli's. And oh, so you're Michelli's. serving pasta. Yes, yes I, I know Michelli's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're singing at the and same time. And you're singing. Yeah. It's so great, oh, guys. Yeah. You should do it. You should. Uh, every. I think it's still there, isn't it? Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, because uh, yes. our friend Trish. Yeah, you know, she worked there and yes, she did. yeah, other people we know. So, so you were working there. I was working there and I happened to hear one of the waitresses talking about a callback that she had for some show called Jersey Boys. And I remember reading that Des Mackinac, who was the director I had when I did Big River, right. my very first show, was the director. And um, I thought, why didn't I, wait a minute, yeah, why didn't yeah, I even yeah. get seen? <laughs> so the very next day I call my agent and he said, well, he called the casting directors in California that weren't familiar with me. Okay. And they said, you know what? Okay, here, here, come in tomorrow morning, read. Yeah. There's only three women's roles right. in that show. Mm-hmm. So read whatever part you feel fits you. So I read that. And for some reason, Mary Delgado fit. She, yeah. she, she has a mouth sometimes like a trucker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I'm, I'm Catholic by day, really good girl <laughs> by day. And then by night, you know, but, um, uh, so hey, it's, it's acting. It's acting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so I went in there and and I did my audition. I mm-hmm. sang my song, and they said, "That's perfect. Can you come oh. back at five p.m. tonight for the director and the musical director?" And you knew him. You knew yes. the director. Yeah. So when I came in, and I knew the music director, Ron Melrose, and they. It was just one of those beautiful auditions where they well, were now, just so I, I have to ask you, though, uh, I know that your agent contacted the casting directors who had you come in, and then yeah. they say, come back tonight at 5 to to see the, you know, to, to play for, or sing for the director. Did did the director and, and musical director, did they know that you had auditioned that earlier that day? Yes. Okay. Because I think, because I think the casting director was bringing in just people from oh, agent okay. submissions that okay day. okay yeah but you were so, going to be a shoe-in i mean come on oh no they loved no. you and and uh oh my goodness so what happened that night what so, happened so so i auditioned everything went well and mm-hmm. I, they said great seeing you jennifer i said thank you and it's every actor's dream you <laughs> walk know. out that door i know you're walking to your car and then they, and you can, they call you back <laughs> but all they said was can you come back yet again yeah. tomorrow morning yeah. and frankie valley will be there oh my so, gosh that's what it was so the next morning i got to do all those scenes that his wife would have yeah, said to him yeah. and and then um then i think i think i did get that i got the part i got it in uh in la jolla mm-hmm. we did it it was only supposed to run a couple months but it kept selling out and so they kept extending it right and then it finished in say january and then during the summer they called me to offer me the role on Broadway. Because oh. we always thought, oh, yeah, this is going to go to Broadway. Oh, yeah. But everyone hopes for that bit. Sure. It really happened. And it did. So, Everybody knows Jersey Boys. Everybody. Uh, I mean, what a. And how long did you play on Broadway as Mary Delgado? I played for two and a half years. Um, yeah. Oh, that's we, awesome. We got to do the cast album. Oh. We got to do the Tony Awards. Oh. Um, go on David Letterman. Go on um, NBC to Today Show. Oh, it was just God. everything to create a part is quite an honor. Jennifer, you know? you've lived the dream. You've lived the dr- you lived my dream. I don't know about everybody oh. else, but you you've lived the dream and that is so awesome. And what I love is you're a great lady. You are oh, uh you're you. devout. And uh I, you know, I wasn't going to ask this question, but I'm gonna. 
I want to ask, because I know right now, I mean, you're a mom, okay? Yeah. And I was going to ask you, and I still want to know your answer to to what your advice would be for moms, for parents out there who have Mm. children who are obviously talented, and they want to get them into maybe theater. I want to ask you, you know, what your advice to them would be, but I also want you to talk to us about what you've done since your Broadway career, because I know you're heavily involved in in, in the Catholic Church and and, and in, you know, just uh, your your religion, as it were. Talk to us about, about all that sure you know um so yeah i grew up in a loud italian catholic family <laughs> and i have to say that um my faith like I, I you know i was thinking of like what kind of advice would i give someone about yeah. theater and that like even a, just someone starting out and i was going to say be a good listener yeah you know <laughs> be open to the your scene partner to what the director says but i also think for me it's having a good foundation yeah Family, whether yeah. it's fam- your family, faith. I had to, like my mom always used to say, because it seems like everything, oh, I had all these oh, Broadway shows, mm-hmm. but there's in-between times of when course. you're not working. Of course. And the rejection. My yes. mom says, if I had a boyfriend that treated me like your career, <laughs> I would have left him a long time ago. So oh, I love it. you have to have that. Yeah. For me, I had to have that foundation. And it gives that. you the stamina that you need. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because you yep. have to have something higher than Broadway yes. to fall back on. And I yeah. think the only thing that I can think of is God. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Because he's the one that gave you these gifts, yeah, I, I believe. Yeah. And so what are you going to do with them? You're going to hide that. You, and everyone wants to use their gifts. And there's a time and a place. That's and right. sometimes we don't understand why we didn't get that role. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, you look back and you think, oh, this is why. Okay. I um, agree. We talked about this before the show. I said, I know things are, are for a reason, you know. Yes, and uh, definitely. I love it. So, So what would your advice be? To parents, because I get emails all the time on for mm. this on this show, and I've answered that question from my perspective. My I never had kids. My husband and I've been married thirty three years. We never had kids, oh, wow. but but I I know what it's like to I I've taught theater for years, and I and I you know I know what it's like mm. to see these young kids coming up. I feel right. like dance dance lessons are very important. What oh, well, you yes. know right? But no, but, I wish my mom. I started started mm-hmm. when I was five to only 10 years old. And I don't know why we stopped. Okay. But I wish to this day I had continued because that's another thing. Yeah. I have to go home and make that dance mine. I have yes. to practice over and over. So I have to work harder yes. than most people that have the training. So if your kids seem interested in it, I say encourage it just like yeah. we did with our son. We adopted him when he was five and a half. And we, if he said he wanted to try this or that, we put him in anything he wanted to try. Oh, wow. And just to see what stuck. Great. But for, for acting, for singing, for dance, I feel that all those disciplines, mm-hmm. they are disciplines. You yeah. really have to put time into it. Mm-hmm. And, and and especially like acting, I think it helps you if you're shy like I was, it just to project, mm-hmm. to have to have a presence, mm-hmm. to have a confidence, a self-confidence oh, yeah. that you can memorize things, that you can talk in front of people. Mm-hmm. That's a big, huge thing. And I yeah. think it can only benefit kids. And you've done, you've done obviously, theater, but you've also transitioned in, into doing television as well. And yeah. and did you notice, because I, I talked to, to um, uh, well, a lot of the kids that I have personally coached in my career were television actors, these kids. Oh. And I used to say to the parents, you know, 
I would get little Jimmy on the theater stage because yeah. the, the theater training can trans translate into the television world. Uh, you know, it's just such a great place uh, to hone your skills. How did you transition? How was it for you being a big theater actor? That's where you got your training, but then going into television. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I all that training that you do to make a role your own, to mm-hmm. to investigate about a character, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I love to do all that research, and yeah. and and so for for TV and film, I I just think for myself, I am better on stage because <laughs> I've had a lot of times where the director has told me uh, pull back. Smaller. Oh, smaller. yes. No, no, no. Yeah, I get it. The- you know? Theater is heightened. Theater, we, yes. are, we are trained to elevate and to, and to, and to project to the back row. Yes. So it's the subtleties of television and film. But, you know, I think, and maybe you don't agree, but, but I think it's easier to bring it back than oh, it yeah. would be to pull it forward. Yes. You know? And, and I just remember, like, my first couple of auditions, I said, it was just going into a room, a casting. Like I went in for Will and Grace, my very first year here. Oh my God. Granted, I didn't get anything. Oh, okay. I didn't get it, as you know. <laughs> but I just remember it was just walking into this tiny room, mm-hmm. sitting across from the casting director and just talking to them and reading. Yeah. Whereas for Broadway or theater, oh, yeah. you prepare those songs, you get yeah. to be ready to dance. <laughs> yes. And I said, this yeah. is it. This is so easy. Yeah, yeah. It's just being you but yeah and when but, you do a theater audition usually there's a panel that's at a table or something oh, yeah. and you are standing in front of them you might as well have you know be standing bare naked because you, <laughs> you are literally naked before them and, exactly and you have to have the guts to to just be the feel like that you are the the the, the victim in the room type of thing you oh know? yeah you have to have so much courage one of my friends yeah. told me just fake being, um, you know, bold and confident sometimes <laughs> if you're it, not. Right. Just for those first, all you have to do is for uh-huh. those five minutes. Uh-huh. Just, I agree. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Anything I agree. collapse. <laughs> and then go back to being that introvert. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we, believe it or not, I told you before the show, I said, you're going to be oh. shocked when I tell you we're running out of time. But, oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, but for the last few minutes, I have to ask you, and I, and I did ask you in an email, you know, to maybe be thinking about some behind-the-scenes, you know, stories or memories well, on on the Broadway stage or just on the theater stage what what uh what could you tell us what what are some fun memories that you have well I, I remember when we were in Les Miserables this I always remember we were on the road it wasn't the Broadway it was we were in at the Kennedy Center in Washington DC uh-huh. and two things happened on two different nights one night as Epony and she's dying a little fall of rain we mm-hmm. sing this duet yeah. and <laughs> there was like birds flying around inside and then there was a there was like a leak somewhere so there was a puddle and i'm singing a little fall of rain and oh, there's no. <laughs> rain coming down but then another time there's a turntable uh, if people have seen yes. my miss yes and the turntable we were singing um this song the female ensemble turning turning yeah. turning da 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 and the turntable Wouldn't just turn. kept turning. Oh, it kept yeah. turning. <laughs> and it kept turning. And then another time during the barricade, it would not stop turning. It's supposed to stop that we can jump off. We had to, like a merry-go-round. Oh, no. Market said, jump off. And we were la- we were trying not to laugh oh. because it was a serious part of the show. Of course. Mishaps like that make everything. Oh, gosh. Just, it, it just makes it, if you're 
in yes, a show for yes, a few years, yes. those little things keep you on your feet. You know, I have yeah. to tell you, this is your interview, but I've got to say, uh, <laughs> I was doing, I was playing Maria in The Sound of Music one year, oh. and I was up on a on a landing, a high landing, and at in the second act, there was going to be a German Nazi flag that was going to be rolled down from there. But it's the beginning of the show. I'm I'm happy. I'm singing. The hills are you know. I'm I'm, I'm just having a good time, right? And I'm yeah. I'm up there singing, and my foot accidentally kicked <gasps> the Nazi flag, and oh. so I'm singing this beautiful "The hills are alive" and all this stuff, and the Nazi flag comes unfurling before oh. the audience, and of course everyone starts losing it i didn't even know it happened so i'm like why are people laughing it's not really a funny song you know that is hilarious these are memories you'll never forget you know and and so i love it well um so what are you doing now? I mean, I you know, first of all, you're you're still young. So I mean, you know, there's so much to do. What, Especially what, on stage, I'm young. Oh, I'm, you, I'm, I'm I'm young from far away. Well, you know, and <laughs> I've always played. Oh, here's something. I've mm-hmm. always played young. So uh-huh. with Jersey Boys, when the movie came out, um, again, I had to get an audition for that. Mm-hmm. So I anyway, I got the audition, but instead of the guy that played the part Frankie Valley in the movie was also my husband on stage because oh, wow. on stage I'm kind of small and mm-hmm. from far away I can look young <laughs> but for the movie they brought me in for his mother oh my so, goodness which is probably perfect you wow. know but I, I did they got the girl from Sopranos but I just wanted to get that so bad so yeah. I could tell the story yeah a month oh. ago I was playing his wife and now I'm his mother I know I'm his but mother. um yeah. oh my so, goodness so now now yeah. I'm having I I get voiceover auditions mm-hmm. and then the the self-taping for TV and yeah. film auditions. Yeah. The te- I I miss theater. I mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be going back to New York. Yeah. Uh, have to get this kid is our, our son's now eighteen nineteen. So oh. he's still he's back. He's back from his first year in college. Oh. So and life is happening in between there. Yeah. And then I do I do motivational talks every now and yes. then too. Um, yes. And keeping busy that way writing. Yeah. Uh, poetry songs like that but yeah. uh it's been it's to be honest it's been s- kind of slow for me uh business-wise. Well, I, that's going to change, I'm <laughs> sure. I mean, I just, there's no way. You, you, you People are, uh, you just got too much to offer. It's just, and, and God God has a plan, and, and uh, you certainly have done what he wanted you to do up until now, so uh, I don't see that changing. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thank Jennifer, you. you are a delight. Thank you so much for coming on Thank the show. Thank you. Oh, you. I've had so much fun, and it was so fast. Um, it, I told you it would be. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in today and thank you to jennifer namo guys this has been the actor's guide tag you're it this has been the actor's guide for more information about ann johnston brown or to join the tag team please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast